Welcome to episode 209 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. This is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I welcome Derek McKinley, a.k.a. also known as Sing Song Party Time. And we talked about a lot of different stuff. We talked about children's rights. We talked about... uh, social justice issues for kids and we talked about the planet because that's something that Derek's really really interested in he's interested in issues that that are going to help make our world a better place and of course we talked about llamas and we talked about his time in Japan lots and lots of different things and that song you just heard speaking of llamas is called Llama Lu and it's from Derek's record Sing Song Party Time with Derek McKinley and we talked about album art, I should say, because the art that is on this record is like really kind of amazingly beautiful. Not kind of, like it is. It's really beautiful and, and pretty unique and pretty different. And we got to hear a little bit about that. But um, you probably don't want to hear from me anymore. You're really here to hear Derek. And you should be because Derek and I, during the course of this, became uh, total best friends. And uh, that's the best part of doing this is getting to talk to people who are making good stuff for kids and families and making a new friend along the way. So, you know, no more of me, but like a lot more Derek. Cool? All right. Talk to you at the end of the show. It's going to be a true adventure to uh, <laughs> to have a great conversation with Derek McKinley, Sing Song Party Time. Uh, Derek, welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. It's so great to have you here with me this evening. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, we have already been interrupted by my two daughters. Uh, we've established that that likely will happen again, but um, you're a yes. very patient person, and I can only imagine that you're a patient person because you also have kids. That's correct, yeah? Yes, yeah. Little, uh, well, six-year-old Oscar and five-year-old Frankie will definitely be interrupting as well. <laughs> so that, that'll be happening because they're like, come on, Dad, we want to read Harry Potter. Let's go. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's that's where we're at. But okay. then, yeah, my little baby's sleeping, so we should be okay sweet. with her. All right, sweet. Yeah. Um, so we just had to set that up, right, because we have, we have to establish that this is an evening. It's uh, 7 o'clock my time, 8 o'clock your time. I'm in yep. Houston, Texas. You are You are in a foreign country. <laughs> yes, <laughs> across the border, way up north in the hills. Okay, uh, Wakefield, uh, Wakefield, Quebec. Whoa! Oh, okay, Quebec. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. We just recently moved from the nation's capital in Ottawa, Ontario. Okay. Um, and we just made the the move out to here in the hills, um, about forty minutes north of Ottawa. Wow. And it's a beautiful little small town, super arts oriented village vibe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm already running some music, uh, groups here and, um, just loving living. Like we're literally living right in the, like near a ski hill. So, oh, wow. so it's, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's been a hard winter, um, for, for us up here. So it's been kind of like, 
we moved in and around Halloween, and then within two weeks, it was just snow everywhere, and I don't even know what my house looks like without snow around it and <laughs> on it now. So it's been an adventure, of course. Yeah. You know, getting through the first winter here. Sure. Are you a are you a skiing family? Was that part well, of the job? That's the kind of the goal, actually. My wife, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my wife okay. wants to get back into it. She's like, you know, I want us to because she likes sports where the families are. You know, instead of individual sports, she sure. wants us to have kind of like uh, group sports more. So yeah. that's why we're. She wanted to do that, and um, yeah. So we'll get into that probably next year. We were a little bit late getting the ski pass this year, okay. but next year we'll we'll be able we'll be able to be more prepared. And yeah, well, yeah. I, I think that uh, okay. I'm going to try to do like a fluid segue into yeah. <laughs> into what we're really here to talk about, which isn't skiing. Yeah. Although I love the idea <laughs> of uh, athletics <laughs> as a family. Um, but yeah. speaking of family, yeah. <laughs> and this is called a not so fluid segue. But you're a musician, <laughs> oh, yeah! And wow, <laughs> and that's what we're. Uh, that's really what what we want to talk about here. Cool. Uh, this evening, so I think yeah. that I love I love just going back in time with folks and hearing what their musical beginnings were like, and then sort of how you got into the uh, the family music side of things. So take it away. Yeah. Take us through your story. Okay, you ready for this? All right, I'm totally ready. <laughs> All right, it's a, a big, a bit of a long one. So I, I like a lot of other people, just started off in bands in high school, and and then I got into choir in university, and was always playing bands. And um, I moved around a bit, so I was playing with many different people, um, doing mainly just like poppy rock music. Uh, and then I got into um, when I when I moved out to Japan actually for um, for a teaching English job, um, I ended up doing DJing type stuff on the side. But then with my actual job, I was placed in a kindergarten, which was kind of a unique situation. It, it was less of a of a you know one hour or half an hour with the kids. I was there for the entire day with the teachers, the Japanese teachers. And so what I would do is I'd bring my guitar in and start playing to help them learn a bit of English through the singing because it's really the best way you know universal language of music is very powerful so mm -hmm. that's kind of where i got my kind of in into working with children through music and yeah and then that kind of faded and i kept playing in bands and when i came back to uh to canada um i had then i met my wife had kids i started picking up the guitar again and it all kind of just fell into place they they were loving it and then people were asking me to play birthday parties so that's kind of just where I've gone. I still play music with uh, with adults, still do mm -hmm. that, and um, still make some electronic music because it's just oh, fun to do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all lots right. of fun. Yeah, so I've kind of all over, but the my main, I guess, job and and seems to be what's fitting the most for me is uh, is connecting with the kids through music. So cool. So yeah. uh, you may have heard a little growling in there. That was not a <laughs> dinosaur or any other kind of animal. That was my seven year old daughter who could not find her clothes. Oh, she thinks that's oh, there she goes. Uh, so so tell tell me a little bit about so this this idea of this idea of being in in Japan. Um, yeah. And then you know, sort of out of. I guess it's almost like necessity, you know, in terms of having all of this time with the kids. Right. And it's interesting yeah. because a lot of people who are teachers have like sort of specialized one hour times or things like that. But you had all yes. day. So it was almost yeah. out of necessity that you brought the guitar in. And did you sure. find that? And this is like sort of a, a bigger uh, a bigger picture question. But mm -hmm. did you find that your ability to make music took any of the language barrier out? 
Oh yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, I could connect um, <laughs> through that for sure. Yeah, there was like because they could sing and um, sing the words and and get the the uh, pronunciation through the, just the melody and the harmony of the song. Mm-hmm. So there was connection there, um, and yeah, it made my my job a lot easier because just. I don't know, people, when they hear music, they, they tend to relax a bit more. And, and I'm never afraid to, to sing in a group. So I uh-huh. think that would give them confidence to stand up in front of the group as well. So, yeah, definitely was a, a huge, a huge um, game changer as far as connecting with the children. Yeah, and, and I think it's so interesting because there's a lot of... Uh... A lot of research, I think, and a lot of work and, and a lot of like buzz around the idea of using music for language acquisition. And, mm. I, and I love that, you know, sort of unscientific, I assume like unscientifically you were, you like were, <laughs> you sort of made that happen <laughs> on your own. So I think that's yeah, I really guess so. Cool. Yeah, yeah, really <laughs> cool. Okay. So yeah. how long were you in Japan? Uh, 15 months, 15 months. Okay. So yeah. ab- about enough time to feel comfortable there only to have mm. to totally turn around and leave. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so you, you're in Japan, then you come home, right? And were you immediately upon your return to, to, to Canada? I almost said the States, but Canada, were yeah. you immediately, like, immediately thinking I'm going to do some music with kids now? This is the game. No, it, no, it kind of came out of nowhere because I actually did do um, a round-the-world trip, like kind of like a hippie travel backpack trip <laughs> after my time in uh, in Japan. Uh-huh. So I had some time to like really get to know a lot of different cultures around the world. And for a year, I traveled. So it was really cool when I came back and, and kind of was reconnecting with my family. Um, there was little ones there. But no, my plan was just to – I didn't even really think about playing music as a as a career or anything at that point. It was just get a government job and – you know, pay for my rent and live in my hometown again for a while and see what happens. Um, and so I did that and I got the job, government job, and then absolutely hated it. <laughs> hated it. Um, uh-huh. Well, I mean, like I, I, trust me, it was, you know, the right job for somebody else. But uh, for me, I just, I'm too much, I, I'm too hyper. I can't sit in a desk all day. Okay. So, uh, so anyways, I was doing that. And then that's when I was uh, asked to come play a birthday party. Um, first, because I had already been playing music with my kids, uh, to come play a birthday party for uh, just a friend, and then just kind of snowballed from there, where I started doing this more and o- more often, and I was able to get busy enough that I took the risk of taking a year sabbatical from my government job, mm-hmm. and uh, just pursued this in the school systems here in Canada and Ottawa area, and just got into a lot of daycares and just kind of created my own thing, and now, um. Yeah, I just I run my own groups wherever I am. So it's yeah, yeah cool. it's taken off. Yeah, it's, it's great. Taken off, that's great. Um, and, yeah, still and, building, but you know, of course, right. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like if we were if we were at the point where we were uh, no longer building, then I would say we. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what I'd say. I think like, like oh, yeah. we did it. We made it. Yeah, so, we did it. Yeah. So sing song party time has a lot of different elements, and we we sort of talked to, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about them before we started really rolling and recording here. Um, yeah, and you mentioned the birthday party side thing. So if you paint the the big picture of of what sing song party time is, all of the different elements and components, and then we'll sort of get into each one. Sure. Yeah. So the name just kind of came to me, and it just it was kind of like a semi daydream, and just like because I always had this kind of party factor to my my lessons when I was teaching in Japan. There was like 
the party factor, get up, dance around, use English words while you do it type of thing. And, um, and so I, I guess sing song party time just kind of made it where we could just still do a sing along, still take kind of old classic traditional songs, but make them a bit more fun and loud and a little bit more, um, energetic, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. What's, an, what's uh, an example of that? Do you have any, like a uh, one that you yeah. like, Oh, this is the sing song party time in a nutshell. <laughs> well, I have my Earth Party song, which is on the uh, the debut album of children's songs that I did. Uh-huh. And Earth Party kind of just, I get the kids to stand in a circle and we, we pass this big earth around and we hug the earth. And the song's all about loving the earth and taking care of it. So we, there's imagination. We pretend it's the real earth. And then I also get to play with the rhythm because when you get them in a circle passing, kind of like hot potato, I can play really fast and then they start passing it really fast. And then I can slow down and talk really slowly. <laughs> and, and then they have to slow down. And it's just kind of creates like a togetherness and cohesiveness um, in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's like kind of taking one of the songs. Another, like I take a lot of songs from Rafi. I don't know if you guys know or are familiar Ooh, yeah. with Rafi in the oh, States. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Rafi, yeah. Awesome. So Rafi, I grew up with Rafi. I still listen to the vinyl record like with my kids oh. that I listened to in 1980 or whatever. So it's pretty cool. So I use a lot of his songs. Like he has, um, he has like Shake Your Sillies Out. So that's, we kind of do that up-tempo version right at the beginning of each uh party or class mm-hmm. um which i guess would bring you to the next side of sing-song party time so there's kind of the big umbrella sing-song party time with Derek mckinley so i do classes in schools in daycares montessori's wherever i can go i run on yeah. run my own classes at uh, places as well music and movement um so that's kind of where it's a bit a m- bit more structured a bit more focused on actually learning different rhythm patterns and uh and singing, learning how to not hurt our voices when we sing. Huh. Nice. So I do that too, because I do some vocal, uh, I've done some vocal coaching in the past, so I always throw a little bit of that in there. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, then the other aspect would be the festivals, birthday parties. So I still like to get on the festivals uh, in my hometown and in the outlying areas. We have a ton of small town festivals that I like to go if, if they'll have me and um, play for the kids there. And that's just more me just entertaining basically just up there playing songs feeling the crowd feeling the uh getting kids to come up on stage with me have some fun i always bring a um to every event that i do i bring a big suitcase of shakers and uh noise makers for the kids to use sure you're a brave, so then you, you're a brave yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know i know i haven't gone like the pots and pans route yet because <laughs> i don't want to i don't want all the parents and adults to hate me so yeah those I'm can kinda, be those can be yeah. used for the forces of good or evil it really <laughs> exactly <depends>. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly i've always thought of building one of those noise kind of walls they call them oh, like, that's cool, it's like yeah. a big, you just you know uh, nail some pots and pans and different sound stuff on it. But for mine, it's mainly just shakers I get at the music store. And um, just, I kind of just, I always tell them, you know, we, it sounds better when we play together. So mm-hmm. feel free to play your shaker any way you want to or your xylophone. And and um, usually the, the only time that we really come together at like a birthday party or, or not a class setting, but a birthday party is at the end because then everyone knows to go really, really loud at the end and make a big finale. So that's usually where we all come together. The rest of the time, it's just a lot of noise and, and me trying to, trying to like, trying to get them to come with the rhythm. But you know, mm-hmm. it's tough when you're dealing with kids um, who are maybe for the first time ever even playing with a shaker or right. even you know hearing a guitar. I always let them touch my guitar and hit the guitar, and sometimes it's amazing. It's the first time they've ever done that. Yeah. So you know, yeah, totally. Okay, that's really really cool. Um, 
And there's some, I mean, I think involving the kids in the making of the music is, is really, um, you know, it's, a, I say yeah. that it's a risk only because like I've done it, you know, yeah. in my life before and it, like, it can, it can go off the rails, but it sounds like you have some way mm. to like sort of keep everyone together. So bless your heart, <laughs> as we say here in the Southern <laughs> United States. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I, I try, I, I think I have a knack for, like, it's kind of, you know, some people are good with kids. Yeah, and patience, and sure. I think I have that, and because the lessons learned in teaching in Japan too, yeah. in my early, you know, my mid twenties, have kind of stayed with me as well. Yeah. Little tricks, you know, yeah, hands absolutely. on top, that means stop, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really, you know, a lot of people. What makes your story really different and interesting is mm. a lot of folks learn those skills in the classroom, and I'm sure there's a bit mm. of that for you, but it sounds like. Yeah it really started and the majority of your growth happened in this really short amount of time when you were in a totally different country. And that's, those things have really stuck with you. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, I I guess I never really looked at that. It's true that way, but yeah, because I've always been playing music for everybody. And, and, you know, like I said, I played in bands and did some DJing, but with the kids, yeah, I guess it really all came together in Japan because I was just kind of out of necessity, like you were saying. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So let's yeah. talk about, let's talk about this record of yours. Let's cool. talk about sing song party time. So I listened to it and, and there's, yeah. you know, so I, I'm like pretty, lo- I think you can tell like pretty locked in on this idea of you being in Japan and how that influenced yeah, yeah. your teaching <laughs> style and things like that. But there's more, sure. there's more, uh, you have more of a message than, than just, you know, simple, not simple. That's the wrong word. You have more of a yeah. message than, than just songs, but your songs all yeah. have a purpose and all have a meaning. So what, what's the overall sort of idea behind sing song party time, right? Like a lot of people are thematic yeah. about under the sea or people yeah. are thematic about at the zoo or whatever it is, but you come at, come at it from a different angle. How would you describe it? Well, it's, it's cool. Um, uh, so it's kind of, I kind of have a, like, for this album, it, there's a bit of a folky pop vibe happening, mm-hmm. and that goes back to my love of old folk music, like Pete Seeger and um, you know some of the old, old, old folk uh, music. So, like the protest music from back in the days. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of have that still in me a little bit of the protest kind of uh, inside of me from my 20s, and I guess it for me now it's all kind of evolved into caring for children and the environment and letting them know as much as they can about the role that they have to play in being positive about, you know, being environmentally aware. Um, So it it all kind of comes into that, especially with climate change. Now there's, there's so much of the world's children that are in trouble because of the change, right? They're getting left behind um, in, in the global South and stuff. Right. So it's, and that's another aspect of my business that we haven't really touched on, but I do study human rights and I study children's rights. Uh Um, and uh, at university just uh oh. as because i'm a father of three i do it part-time so it's sure. more for just self-betterment but there is that kind of influences my message as well and but I, like i said i don't like to stand on a soapbox and preach to people it's nothing like that i still want it to be about fun and music but at the same time kind of subconsciously hey i'm hugging the earth you know in this song and i'm I'm feeling like, wow, I feel like going for a hike now because nature is so great, which is the last song on the album. And, uh, and then animals, just because I love animals. And, uh, of course it kind of goes hand in hand with caring for the earth, caring for the animals of the earth. So, yeah, so that's, that's the message for sure. Yeah. I think it's, I did not, I I mean, I, I, 
I love the environmental idea. I love that. I, but the mm-hmm. actually studying the human rights and children's rights is, is so, uh, it's so fascinating and, and to be mm. really aware of it, knowing that you're studying it, but also being aware not to be on a soapbox. But I think at the same time, like, I don't know the issues that you're drawn to. Right. But I do know mm-hmm. that this is a particularly, especially in the States, like interesting mm. time for children's rights and immigrant yeah. rights and families. Oh God. Being yeah. Separated. Yeah. And, and so I, I would imagine yeah. if that's something that you're passionate about, it's hard to sort of keep that, um, keep that out of things, I guess. And as like, yeah, a, yeah. as like a dedicated father. Right. So for sure. Yeah, no. And, and I, I feel exactly same way. Like I know exactly what you're saying. It's, um, it's it's really tough to because I was also going to get into social work when I first came back to Canada. I was thinking, oh, that's maybe a way I can kind of get this message out, and I want to help people. And I studied social work a little bit as part of my human rights degree, mm-hmm. but I found it just wasn't for me. It was a bit too. I I could I couldn't leave it at like if I got a job as a social worker, I I wouldn't be able to leave it at work. You know, I know myself. I that's a, those people are angels. Those people that do that job, they are a special breed of people. And kind of like nurses in, at the children's hospital or something, right? They're like these sure. special people that can just handle things. And I think I know myself well enough that, that that was becoming too hard, even just studying it, you know, leaving it in the books. So um, I knew social work was not really my path, but I knew I wanted to be involved in the community as well. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of how I'm doing it, I guess. Sure. Just you know, getting into the community through the music, but then also being able to study human rights, children's rights, and be aware of that. Um, at the same time, keeping it light. So yeah, there's a lot of balls in the air to balance, but yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. okay. So, so we, we sort of touched on some of the songs, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, earth party seems like a, a, a crowd favorite and potentially one yeah. of your favorites and nature is so great, but tell me about yeah. Lama Lou. I can't let you go without talking about <laughs> Lama Lou. Uh, so Lama Lou, so I mentioned that I went on a, um, a, a world trip. I was so fortunate to go on a trip and we did the, um, the trek to Machu Picchu in Peru mm-hmm. and, um, and the whole song. And I have the little, the little skit story yeah, on the CD yeah. about how I met this llama. And, um, although I might've been dreaming when it said hello to me, it still inspired me to write a song. <laughs> and so I just, you know, it just, when I got home, it was kind of on my mind and, um, you know, I wasn't sure how I was going to write the song about the llama, but then when this kid stuff happened, it just kind of fell in. And, um, yes, yeah, so it's probably, I don't know. I, I really fell in love with the country of Peru. It, it really kind of, you know, spiritually affected me. I think it was like just very, very, yeah, very, I don't know. I just felt really connected to that, to that place, that particular place in the world. And so having a song where I have some kind of of that music sounding like there's some pan flutes in there um, on that song, just kind of a nod to how much I love that country and the music from that country as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the llama, I have a little, a little llama doll that my friend brought from Peru and, and I didn't actually get it when I was there, but they knew how much I love llamas and <laughs> they, they heard the song. They're like, Oh, okay. Got you this guy. So I, that kind of, he dances around with the kids while we play llama Lou and it's always the most rocking song of the set. So mm-hmm. Yeah, super fun. Cool. All right. I mean, there is there is a lot. You you bring in a lot. You know, I think that it's really uh, it's really really cool. So I mean, another thing, you know, without getting too much in the weeds, but one thing that I yeah. also love is the the album art. 
I oh, think cool. it's really like beautifully done. And, you know, you have some friends on there with you. There's a, a cardinal and there's a rabbit. Yeah. And what's the, yeah. like, when you were designing this and thinking about this, I haven't really gotten into this a lot with, uh, yeah, yeah. with most of the artists that I've talked to, but sure. when you were thinking about this, what was your, how were you describing what you wanted to see? Because it looks like, I don't like a print on top of some like really nice hand drawn things with some like even like a Banksy kind of element. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cool that you say that. So I, I'm so glad you brought this up and I'm actually feeling bad I didn't bring it up sooner because the girl, the woman who, who did the art for me, her name's Sarah Hallman. She's from Ottawa and she is a fantastic graphic designer, artist, musician as well, singer, songwriter. And She's just, um, I can't even remember how we connected up again. It was through music back in the day. I knew of her music, but I don't even know how we connected this time. But anyways, she, I gave her an idea, you know, I want a kind of folky look to it, kind of, you know, uh, not too glossy, I guess, mm-hmm. opposite of the Wiggles, you know, type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, listen, I, nothing against the Wiggles. Nothing, Good for them, zero. they're kicking, kicking they're butt. You know, it's, yeah. it's all good. I'm not saying anything against them. If you're wiggled out, then you have a chance. <laughs> then you can come and check out Sing Song Party Time. You know, but it's, <laughs> I guess, more of a down to earth thing. So she, she, you know, she did all those those images uh, herself, and she had like even the backdrop is from some old envelopes that she had like some old old dusty envelopes that oh, she had kept. Cool. So like everything is completely authentic and. I love that about it. And she was just so thorough in the whole process when I was talking to her about what I wanted to do, kind of cartoony of me, but not, you know, like hand drawn, like she's done. Um, and then the animals in there, well, Coco is the, is the song, the bunny song. Oh, what mm-hmm. if a bunny could talk? Mm-hmm. And that's all about, he's, that's a drawing of our, our rabbit Coco that we have in the house here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bird, uh, well, there's Lama Luz in there too. And then, there's there's the cardinal, which is um, kind of a nod to some to to family members that have passed on in my life. Oh. Um, yeah, I know it's a little bit somber, but no one knows that, so I'm telling you. But it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. My wife knows it, but the cardinal is actually if you have a cardinal come visit you in your garden, they say the old the old saying is that well, that's a spirit visiting you in, wow. from from the past. Okay. So yeah, so I would always see cardinals by my house, like. Um, I lost a couple people in my family pretty pretty close together in the early well, – it was about 2010, around there. And I don't want to go into huge detail about that because sure. it's like sad sure. stuff. But, yeah. you know, it's this was so nice. This cardinal was there and I was talking. I would whistle to it every day. And I was like, okay, this has to be on the album for sure yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So then we were talking about because I don't really have – I do have a bird song, but it's not on this record. Right. So we're sharing like how are we going to put it in there? And she's like, why don't we just have it hanging out on your guitar, you know, just kind of – Kind of there. I was like, okay. So that's how that happened. I love that. I love yeah. that there's there's real, real meaning behind it. Totally. Um, yeah, yeah. So, well, you, br- you bring us to an interesting point, which is mm. you, are a, you, you are a soul that, that wanders and a soul that, that, that is on the go. Um, mm. So is there anything in the pipeline that we should be thinking about? You know, you mentioned that there's, you know, maybe a couple songs that haven't been recorded or, or I guess it's, it's a good time to talk about what's upcoming. And then also like, how do we find you and how do we follow you? Sure. Okay. Well, I'll, um, yeah, for lots of things, actually, there's three main things coming up. So one, I've been working on a story called the, uh, called the chocolate cat. Oh, my and it's uh, <laughs> yeah, very nice. <laughs> so this is like I, I, a story that I've been telling my boys. I just kind of made it up one night uh, story at bedtime, and then it's evolved, and now it's this like full on. 
adventure. So I just started, I, I do the voices of all the characters and I just started to record it here in my um, little studio setup that I have in the basement. So that's the next thing I'm working on right now. It's almost done. And hopefully going to have Sarah Hallman do some artwork for that as well, which I yeah. think will be really cool. Um, yeah, I'm recording another album too. I'm looking for a grant from the government right now to complete that. Oh, great. I've done, yeah, I've done demos on a few songs. So now it's just a matter of getting the right producer person to come in and help me out with this one. Because um, I think I want to do more local in my area this time. Uh, last time I had some friends help me and it was awesome. They were great. But uh, I just want to mix it up and the third thing would be another grant i'm waiting on is for a little mini tour out to the east coast of of canada cool. so yeah like new brunswick uh the provinces there new brunswick nova scotia um possibly prince edward island so that's that could be this summer or the fall i have a few people out there wanting me to come and play so hoping to then to make that work this uh so those are three big things those are big um, things yeah 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 pretty big and uh then the I guess to get a hold of me at Sing Song Party Time is is the website so singsongpartytime.com. dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, that has pretty much that's the hub. So if you go there, you'll get linked to my YouTube page, um, and then you can also that's just Sing Song Party Time on YouTube, and then also my uh, my other like I'm on Spotify and SoundCloud and Apple Music, iTunes, everything. So you can find that all there. Wow, amazing. Okay, and <laughs> it, sh- it should say you're an excellent Instagrammer. Um, oh, yes. That is for sure something that that is how you and I connected originally. Yes, and, of course. Uh, so find you on Instagram. And uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I watched a video of you singing with your daughter. Um, oh, yeah. Let's go tobogganing. And that's awesome. <laughs> right on the website. It's super fun. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, so, so Derek, it was really... I mean, I, th- th- this is like one of those good times when I feel like we start talking and then we're immediately like buddies. So I want to thank Seriously, you. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> thank you for talking yeah. with me. And, thank and, you. Uh, for, yeah. Yeah, it was really great. It was so fun. And um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna, I'm going to keep following your career too. I, I love what you do. It's so awesome. Oh, so great. Thank you very much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Derek from Sing Song Party Time, Sing Song Party Time with Derek McKinley. Any way you cut it, this is just quality music from a quality individual doing quality things with a quality message, certified and bona fide, stamped, good stuff approval. You want to reach out to me? You got a question? Derek did. He reached out to me. He had some good stuff. I was so glad that he did. Drop me an email, mike at goodstuffpod.com. Find me on any of the social media that you may use, the at symbol, goodstuffpod. I'm there. I am there, and I am checking. Not too much, just like enough. I'm checking enough. And now here is Lama Lou by Derek McKinley. Sing song party time. Talk to you very soon.
stuff.